Hello and welcome to a special Galentine's themed female in podcast. Well, offshoot of the male in podcast. I'm your host, Sally DeFreeze. I have here with me Alyssa Ruff. Hi, Sal. Thanks Hi, for Alyssa. having me. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me back. It's been a minute since I've been on the mic. You're a very requested guest, so we are lucky really? to have you. Wow. Um, Lily will be joining us momentarily, but we're going to get kicked off without her. She's got mom mom duties a calling. That's She'll that's be joining important. shortly. Uh, so how are you doing? How's everything going? I'm great. I, um, I'm glad it's the weekend. I know. You know what I did today that was really this, I mean, we're going to get a lot of mom questions, some relationship questions, but I really had a mom fail today. Uh, Fritz has school on Wednesday, Friday. I like ordered him Valentine's, <laughs> et cetera, was like, I'll give him on Wednesday. They had their Valentine's Day party today because it was before Valentine's Day instead of on the 15th on Wednesday. So literally I was like, send him to school. Don't even think about it. And Will was like, should we have brought the Valentine's? I'm like, no, but it'll be fine. No, he had a full box of Valentine's from the other kids. Did you get the ones that like are personalized with like his little face on it? No, or? I was thinking about doing that. And then I like dropped it's the ball and impressive. I ordered finger puppet ones from Amazon. Oh, that's so <laughs> They're kind of dumb. Um, We'll just send him next week. I'm It'll be a nice little treat week. for him next week. I mean, the good thing is he's literally not even two, so he has no inkling of a clue like that that was going no, on. No, he, he's mad. But the <laughs> the other moms are like, this Sally girl sucks. <laughs> I like him never even there for the pickup or drop off either because I'm here on Wednesday morning, so I never drop him off. And then Wednesday afternoons, I pick him up early, so I never see the other moms. And then when or on Friday, Will drops him off again, and our nanny picks him up. So like- just just a really absent mother. Yeah. That's what they're I, I mean, you were a teacher. I'm like the one who <laughs> was the working mom and not part of the PTA. No, so. that's – um, at, you're good. I'm already like <laughs> seeing my future. I'm like, I'm the working mom. You're the one that brings the, the store-bought cookies. I, yeah, I just versus bring the frosted cookies. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out in the next couple of years of how I can get a little bit more involved in the PTA. <laughs> um, But welcome to the mail-in. Yeah. A little bit about the pod. Uh, you know, we answer your questions. These This week are specific questions that people wrote in. Mostly a lot about motherhood, like I said. Have some other fun ones. Um, get in a laugh. Maybe walk away with something useful. But how can you help us out before we get started? Tell a friend about the podcast. Send a clip. Shouts to our clip guy, Adam. I hope I look good in the camera. You look great. Um, subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify. Most importantly, hit the hotline, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in our Twitter bio, at Mail and Podcast. Or you can always DM me a question. I always have my DMs open. Hit up our store. Hit up our YouTube at youtube.com slash Mail and Podcast. That's how you can see our beautiful faces. You ready to get started with the first question before Lily hops on? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. For Sally and Alyssa, what are bits that your husbands do from the show that get old? What's your favorite bit? And what is your favorite attribute about your husband? <laughs> so I will say that, I mean, Dave doesn't just walk around doing bits around the house all, all the time. Um, yeah. Much to everyone's shock and surprise. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we were watching a lot of, or not we were watching, I found that I saw a lot of, I think you should leave sketches on my screens like multiple times a day. I feel like multiple times a week. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think you should yeah, leave. Yeah. Um, feels like a, I've seen multiple sketches of that multiple times. And I don't know if you, how familiar you are. We watched familiar the show a lot. You are yeah. with them. Yeah. They're funny. But he pulls those bits a lot. A lot. No, like yeah. he like not David's pulling them a lot. They're he's playing them a lot. Yeah. Like he's like, you know, I think we should throw on one one of these and like, oh, we've we've seen that time. Yeah, we've seen yeah, all we, of we, these. we've we've gone through that a lot. But I will say he's he doesn't do like tons of bits around the house or anything, you know, of that nature. Does Will? So I think what's funny is we get this question basically every time we host. We do. Obviously, a lot of the audience from Malin comes from Circling Back, which our mm -hmm. husbands host. 
Um, and so I think people assume that this is what, I mean, I think their friendship, their banter with each other is like that every day, but we also like, we were out to dinner last week. I don't think I heard Will or Dave like make a, any sort of like something that would be said on the podcast. I have to be honest. I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm really glad you said that because whenever we did get this question, I was like, wait a minute. Like it's been probably – ever since I had Rhodes, I feel like it's probably been – I mean, I, I I just haven't listened in years, yeah. I don't think. So I wasn't even all that up to date on it. So mm-hmm. I asked – I like I was like, look, I am – like David, like what, what is, what's going on right now? Because yeah, I really don't even know. About? And he was like, what? Like you, the only you time know, like, I know what they're talking about is because they post something about it on Instagram. Right. Exactly. Same. But, but that, that being said, um, something that I still find funny and that still makes me cackle because it's so dumb is that Dave will occasionally, this came to me, like throw into conversation. Oh, well, that's the only way that she can eat her fajitas. Uh, he does love that and one. And he I loves like that, that one. one and it does – it just – it was such a ridiculous like My least moment. favorite bit, and I didn't even know that this was a thing until Will explained it to me, but apparently there's a whole thing on the show about how I interrupt with questions while we watch TV. Randy's like <laughs> laughing because he knows this is true. I didn't even know that was like being said about me constantly. <laughs> and it like makes me so mad because – if I interrupt Will, it's because I'm literally being like, "Are you, do you even understand what's going on?" <laughs> like, I do. I do talk while we watch TV and like ask questions that are rhetorical. But half the time, it's because Will's always asleep while we're watching something. I'm just like really throwing something is, out there to see he if he's going to fall asleep to during shows. Yeah. So I didn't know that that was a bit about me. It's not very nice, and I don't like it. Uh, I, their favorite bit for me, and I have my Fritz's birthday Hi. cup, is obviously the Wilmonts. Uh, we based Fritz's whole first birthday off of it. Absolutely. No one besides you and Will or you and Dave even understood what the party was about. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, we had a great time with our pina colada machine. Um, yeah. And was what, there a last part to that? Your favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite quality about Dave? I mean, his sense of humor, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the funniest person I know. But over the last two years, I mean, my favorite thing about him is he is a really hands-on dad. He's a a really great dad, and it's really fun to watch, and Rhodes adores him. So, I mean, not to be cheesy, but it's it's wonderful yeah. seeing him be, you know, such a good That's a dad. really attractive quality, I think. Watching it's Will good. be a dad has made me very much, like, appreciate him, appreciate who he is with Fritz. Like, he takes on basically the whole brunt of the mornings for us. I mean, I think Dave's probably the same way. Yeah, I, there's a couple – I work from home, you know, a couple of days a week, but I have to go to the office um, a couple of days a week too, and I have to get there pretty early, so I'm leaving before anyone gets up. Yeah. So he he takes care of everything. He takes them to the nanny. He gets them, you know, up and dressed and fed and takes care of snacks and gets them, gets them to where he needs to go, and that's, I mean, a huge – it's a huge blessing. Yeah, absolutely. I think my favorite quality about Will – I mean – Obviously, that I love that he's a good dad, but I think right now is that he's got a lot of drive. Like watching him grow Sunday scaries and yeah. be creative, and everything that they're doing with Wash has like made me. I really have always been attracted to like people who are driven and like are go getters. So like the past couple of years, like really the last year, like when he's kicked in overdrive, I'm like hell yeah, <laughs> and when he wears a backwards hat. Um, <laughs> All right, let's take a minute to talk about our sponsor, Liquid IV. Alyssa, I know you are familiar with Liquid IV. I love Liquid IV, and they are so awesome. They send – I mean, we're so lucky that we get to partake in this because it's it keeps me hydrated. It totally Sorry, I don't drink enough water. I just don't. Yeah. And that will make you feel terrible, but when I throw in a Liquid IV, I I mean – And you know this from experience, being a breastfeeding mom. Yes. Hydration is so important and especially for your health when you're like growing another human, feeding another human, being just in charge of another human's life. Like you cannot be your best self unless you're hydrated and Liquid IV has the hydration multiplier. It's one product for your daily routine. It's just, 
and one stick got your five essential vitamins. It's two times faster hydration than water alone. If you use it first thing in the morning before a workout, you when you feel run down at night, like after a long night out on a flight, I mean, there's just a million uses for it. I personally also love a lot of the flavors. Like everything tastes good. Tangerine and it's immune boosting. It's my favorite. It's yeah. so good. I grape is like I'm on a grape kick. Oh, the Concord grape. That's David's favorite. It's so good. It honestly goes quick in our house. So I have to like kind of hoard it in my work bag. Uh, and then Will gets mad and is like, "Where's the rest of the Concord grape?" That's what I, I hoard the tangerine. I it's I take it to work. Yeah. So one stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Um, also, Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. To date, they have donated over 36 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MAILIN at liquidiv.com. All right, Lily, Hello. welcome to the podcast. You missed our first question. I did. But that's okay. We're I'll happy to have you on. my favorite bit. What, do you have a favorite bit? No, I'll think about it. Okay, you can answer at the end <laughs> We of didn't know either. <laughs> uh, for those watching at home, Lily's got baby girl Brady in the stew as well, her first podcast. Yeah, Brady's first podcast. Drew's going to be pissed. Yeah, Drew has, she made still it on has been on. He did. <laughs> She's been alive for five weeks and she made it on. Yeah, way to Sorry, go. Sorry, Drew. Uh, this next question is actually really topical, and maybe Lily can give us the answers we need here. Gals, when is the best time to have a second kid? And what is something you do for yourself at least once a week or every day for your mental health as a mother? Let's answer the second kid question first. Um, okay. I feel like we've been asked something similar before, Sally, but I don't think there's really – someone once told me, and this was – I, like, remember, whenever you have it is the, the best time. Correct. Because – if you just, if you try to plan it too much, I think it's makes it harder than you're stressed if it doesn't happen when you want it to happen. But I think really any age gap, you just make, you make work, it work for you. I, I wanted less than two years because all of us are less than two years. And I think as we've gotten older, it has made it fun. But then I have friends that have kids three years apart and it's like the three-year-old is really like understanding and like it's mm -hmm. really sweet to see like a three-year-old who actually kind of knows what's going on with a little sibling. And then there's people that have like four or five years in between and the four and five-year-old can help out. So it's like, I think really any age difference you make and you have pros and cons. But I think for me, especially if we, if we wanted to have more, like me and Sally are 23 months apart. No, we're 25. We are two years and one month. No, you're, you're older. And I'm July. Oh, you're right. Sorry. You're 23. <laughs> okay, 23. I was like, wow, I've been telling, hard for I've been telling people 23 for years. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so Bane and Brady are 22. And I like, I think Sally and I, our age gap is really good. And then my brother and I are close, but 17. But I think it makes it fun. Now that we're older, it's like we're in the same kind of part of life, which I think is fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I don't think that you can put a perfect time. Like it's really dependent upon what you want and what your lifestyle is. I have girlfriends that have had babies back to back. I mean, less than a year apart. Oh, um, God. <laughs> and that's just the way they want it. They want to knock it out. They want to get the, you know, the the newborn years and all of that. It's hard. Like they just want to knock it out same phase. and just kind of bring them all up together. And, and for some people that's, you know, um, what they want to do. And that's great. And then there's some people that want a few years between they need a breather, they need to figure everything out. And it's, um, it's such a personal choice and I don't I think, think there's a, a wrong way to do it. Personal choice too, about when you even have a kid, if you have a kid, when you have a kid, how many you want, how many you want. I, mean, I, I think, think that plays a big part into it, your age and how many you want. If you want five, then yeah, you probably can't wait three years between each one because correct. you're going to not. Well, and like, I, I think, you know, knowing you want a child is number one, knowing that you both want to be parents, then you have to try to have a kid. There's a whole caveat of things. Financial obligations. Right. There's a whole 
things of caveats that come with that of like, am I able to have children? Are we, can we afford children? Can we do this? All those things. Then you have a child. And then really, I think that gears you up for like, am I ready to have another one? I think you know yourself best. And how did you handle if the first year was like total hell for you and you haven't gotten over it yet? Or maybe your pregnancy was hell for you and you haven't gotten over (laughs) it yet. Like those are all things to take in consideration. I think the biggest thing for me right now and Lily knows this. I mean, I'm sure you felt the same way. I know you feel the same way, Alyssa. Is like, it's a really personal choice. I have learned having been pregnant and having a kid and et cetera, is that people asking you is almost like putting more pressure, dread, et cetera, on it because you mm-hmm. never know what someone's going through. And so when people are like, when you're un- when you're married, when are and you having you a haven't kid? had a kid? Yeah. When, are you, when are y'all having kids? Well, maybe we don't have, want to have kids. Maybe that's maybe I'm having maybe fertility try, problems. Yeah. Maybe we're trying. Maybe I just had a loss. Like, I don't think people are doing it maliciously. No one's ever saying that. Like being like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And no one's trying to be intrusive. But I don't. I think it's so common in our society to like get married, have kids, especially at our age. That it's a question I get all the time now. That Fritz is older, and I'm like. I just don't even have the bandwidth to answer that right now. Like right. it's a really personal question. It is. And I think I if you are out there and you whether you're a man or a woman and you do not have kids, have never been pregnant, etc., just be aware when you are asking those type of questions to your friends to like approach it from a level of kindness to make sure that your friends are open and willing to talk about it because sometimes that can be really triggering for people. Right. You know? Um, and I just – I I don't think I realized that until I was pregnant myself. No, you never realize it. It's like when, when you give people gifts that have kids, like you give their kids gifts and then you have a kid and you're like, why the hell did I give someone that for a baby gift? It's right. like hindsight. Just <laughs> then, then now that you have been pregnant or had a kid, you're like – that's so annoying. Don't ask people that. Yeah. But it is a hard question. And they because, might not know themselves. They might yeah. be like, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure out that right. question. Yeah. And um, and I think that the, you know, just to go full circle and answer that question is that is just such a it's it's just your personal choice and it just depends on you. Your, your personality. Right. And talk to your how, partner. How, 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 how do you think you'll it, yeah. you would handle that many, you know, littles in your house at one time. Mm-hmm. That how was one thing I was going to say. Like, I mean, I think Drew, women get more prepared because you are like, you know, growing the child and you're like knowing what's happening. But definitely talk to your partner or husband about it because it's – then it is man-to-man. So it's like when you, you really yeah. need both hands on deck. Then you go three and you got to yeah. go zone defense. Yeah. What is one thing that you do for yourself – for your mental health as a mom? I, after Dave and I put the baby down mm-hmm. and we make dinner, Dave and I eat together every night. And then really after that, I'm like, okay, honey, now this is when I get my alone time. <laughs> Some quiet. I'm going to go back here and I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to hear anything. I'm just going to go back there. And um, I, I watch a show for an hour or yeah. I read, read a book for an hour and um, that's just sort of, you know, my time to decompress and da- and, and for David too, his mm-hmm. his time to kind of decompress and, you know, be, you know, as parents and just full-time working adults, we oftentimes don't have a lot of, a to- like, alone time. And I think that's, well, for me, it's really important. Um, I really um, value my alone time. I think it's really important to me to have just that hour a day mm-hmm. where I can decompress and I love getting lost in shows and books. It's one of my favorite pastimes. And on another note, I joined, a, I got a membership at a spa before Christmas oh. and I, um, once oh, a month, yeah. take a, just like take a day. You can get like with the memberships, there's different like amenities that you can get. We're going to need to talk about this. After I will the show. offline. We, we can talk about um, where it is and, and it's, it's awesome. It's, uh, Something that I've only been doing a few months, but it's yeah, it's great. No regrets. I think – I mean, mine kind of changes like weekly. We spend – one thing that we really established early on after having Fritz was that the other person needed time alone and we couldn't make that person feel guilty about it. So if Will was going to go golf – and I'm really mad about this <laughs> – he gets the time to golf 
and I don't say shit. I'm not, I don't complain about Fritz. I don't like tell him he needs to come home. I don't, when he comes home, I don't hand Fritz straight to him. It's like, that was his alone time. He gets to go off and do his thing. Like same thing for me going to a girl's dinner or whatever. So that was something that we established early on is like, if you need the time, you like, don't be gone every night, but like, and it's not a tit for tat situation either. I'm like, if will the golf, I don't automatically like schedule my own self a thing, but we try to both make time for ourselves. And then also the other, I told this to a coworker today recently, like will will be annoyed with me because I'll be on my phone after we put Fritz to bed. And he's like, you, you know, we aren't spending time together. And finally, like a couple of weeks ago, I just looked up at him and I was like, I need 20 minutes to look at Instagram and not think about anything. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to, I don't want to like know what's going on. I just want to like trash my brain with Instagram reels for 20 minutes. <laughs> That's how I am. I'm like, I haven't checked my text messages in three hours. I'm just going to see. I'm what just going to be silent about. and like, and, t- and look at my phone and I just need that time. I, we, and we've been trying to be better about like screen time, especially around Fritz with right. us like being on our phones and like trying to be. We don't want to be on, on our phones all the time in front of him and be we want to be present with him. So like I'm like, I come back. I'm just gonna spend 20 minutes on Instagram. I'm just gonna like <laughs> let me live. I'm gonna look at the new arrivals on Shop Op. Just like let me do my thing <laughs> for 20 minutes. But we I think that's it doesn't always have to be a consistent thing. It can be, it can be a date night, it can be whatever. But just make sure that you communicate about it and that you are like giving each other the space that you need. And that is so important. I think in the beginning, we thought we have to be in everything together. We have to spend all this time together. We both have to be doing every single thing with the baby all the time. I made Will get up with me every time I breastfed for like the first two weeks. No way. And then he found out that none of his other guy friends were (laughs) waking up. Oh, (laughs) no. And also, I, Drew, <laughs> Drew was not doing that. No, you know why he did it? Because Drew was like, I get up and I like change the baby. <laughs> Drew did do that with Bane. With this one, he's like getting nine hours right. of sleep. Well, no, but like, <laughs> like you could low key see like David's a whoop. Like, yeah. I think that's like public information. And I think you're like, his recovery like, is 98% well, why, every day. Why did he get seven and a half hours last night? Eight? <laughs> what? But then also, what? I realized like, I do way better on less sleep than Will does. And he's such a turd. If I wake him up in the middle of the night or like even when I leave for work, if my phone's too bright or my vibrate went off too loud, he's like, ah, ah, I'm like, dramatic. okay, you're dramatic. So I, I, he's just not a, like a early morning person, a wake up, like he does not function well on no sleep. So I basically figured out a couple of weeks in, I was like, you're going to sleep. I'm going to try not to wake you up unless it's like a true emergency and I'm going to get through the night so that you can be rested and handle it during the day. Yeah. And that has worked better for us. And same thing in the mornings. Like I try not to wake him up in the morning when I leave for work because then he's going to have to get up in like an hour and then do the whole shebang with Fritz. Right. So, you know, it is what it is. You get through it. It is what it is. Okay. I didn't say my mental – probably I need to do more. But really this is so silly. Right now while I'm on maternity leave and – they like she sleeps a lot. I just lay down when Bane's laying down. I'm like, every day Drew's like, he wants to go to the gym or whatever. And I'm like, that's your choice. I want to lay down and do nothing. <laughs> so Lily's we- like maybe too forgiving. I think Lily lets I mean, I love Drew. Drew gets to do anything he wants, and Lily probably needs to get well, a small membership. Well, and then he, he's always like, Do you want, yeah, do you want to go do this? And I'm like, no. I, I want to lay down. That's how that's I all I want to do. Don't judge me for wanting to nap. Yeah, <laughs> like when, sometimes I didn't even want to nap. I was like, I just want to. I want to go by myself. I just want to be alone yeah, and, and yeah. just lay just, down, like Sally said, on my phone or like yep. watching. The other day, I was like watching Catfish on TV. I was like, I didn't even know this was still on, but I was like, it was just so stupid. And I was like, this is what I want to do. So you go to the gym, and I will be here, laying horizontal. I yeah. think that's awesome. I'm a nap person. Same. All right, let's let's get to the next one, ladies. Um, my friends and I are in a pickle. We have a friend who's ordered on bed rest and has been for a month because she was in preterm labor with triplets. She's been hospitalized three times for a week each time, yet refuses to listen to the doctor's orders and is still up and about doing her all of her normal things with her toddler, husband, family, dogs, etc. It's becoming really frustrating for us to watch because she's only 31 weeks long and the babies are so small still. The worst part is she's a nurse and she should know better. Do we say anything? If so, how do we do this tactfully without upsetting her? All right, first of all, I'm just going to say 
we got this question probably a few days ago. I hope this girl's still pregnant. Right. Because preterm labor with multiples is super common. Um, and as a nurse, if someone orders you on bed rest, and I do a lot of OB anesthesia for people who are in preterm labor, you just follow the doctor's orders. Like, right. I mean, I think that there are women who are in preterm labor who wish that bed rest would do it for them and wish they could keep their babies in longer and kind of like throwing it in people's faces that you're just like, well, I was ordered for bed rest, but I'm just going to do what I want. Like just that being said, I think tread lightly with <laughs> telling your, like maybe talk to her partner or husband or whoever, I like let them be the bear of bad news that they, she needs to follow the orders. Cause you want to be, Careful with a hormonal yeah, pregnant I, um, woman telling her what to do. She's an adult. She has all the facts, and she's choosing to not follow her doctor's recommendations. Um, I don't know what – you can tell her that you love her and you're worried about her. Or maybe her, I was going to say offer to do stuff for her to like hint yeah. like you yeah. shouldn't be doing this. I will do it for you or offer to help or if I don't know if she already has the other kids or whatever. But And then maybe talk to her husband like – let us know how we can help you so that she can follow the orders, but not without being like, right. you need to listen to your doctor. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that there's an intervention necessary here. I don't think that like Agreed. all of you need to confront her. I, I do agree that like maybe, especially if one of you is really close with her or her husband, you like mention to the husband, like, Hey, we're like pretty worried about Rachel. We want her to take it easy. How can we help out? Mm -hmm. Like would love to like babysit so that she can get some time to rest or bring y'all dinner or whatever. Right. Another way to do it is like if she's hitting you up to be like, let's go on a walk or like let's have a girl's dinner. You're like, we'll come to you. We'll cook. Like we'll do yeah. all the stuff. Rachel, you know you're not supposed to be walking. Ha -ha. Yeah. Not like <laughs> don't give her the opportunity to do more than she's already doing. So if she's hitting up the friends, the friends need to stay strong of like we'll come to your house and watch TV with you or like have dinner at your house. We don't want to like – you need to take it easy, put your feet up. That's number one. Number two is probably talking to her husband. If you are really that concerned, like that her health is at risk, I I do think that there is a place for one person who is the closest to her to just be like, hey, I'm worried about you. Like, how can I help? You don't need to say it from a point of judgment. Right. right? But like, we're worried about you. Not even more. I am worried about you because you don't want to make it like all, all everyone against about you. It. She yeah. doesn't want to feel ganged up on. Yeah. Where we're, I'm worried about you, not we. We said it like four times. Uh, how can I help? We want to ease your burden. I want you to be able to rest and like have the last few weeks of rest that you can before these babies come. How can I help you? Can I ask anybody else to help you as well? As I think the closest friend does that, right. not rando side friend. And I, and I think as the friend, you're going to have to accept the reality that she might say, Nope, I'm fine. Exactly. I don't need anything. And then at that point, I know it's hard to watch someone do something that you know is bad for them, but you have to also let make people make their choices, I think, and just just be there for her, I think, at the end of the mm -hmm. day. And like Sally said, just don't come at it from a place of judgment. No. It's a place of like support. Right. I think this is any like anytime you're watching someone that you're close to do something that you're just like totally disagree with, unless they're like just physically harming themselves or someone else, which I think the case could be made here that she could. But you know, I yeah, I don't know that it's your place to step in. You know? I'm, but I am wondering, like, where is the husband in this matter? Get, help her out. Dude, well, and like, keep her maybe he still. doesn't understand the gravity of right. it. Right. You and know, I think I think that that's a place where you can say something. Like, if I was doing that and y'all were concerned about me, I think it, Will might not even understand that, like, that would be bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's – I'm Like, just how grave it is. When, remember when I was, like – trying to keep Brady in. Drew was like, wouldn't let me walk to the car. He's like, I'll get it. I'm like, dude, okay. <laughs> More for fear of he didn't want to have a baby yet. But I'm like, dude, okay, I can do it. So maybe her husband does just has no clue. Yeah. And then that's the case where you're like, we'd love to make Rachel's last right. few weeks easy on her. Or, How can I help and you? And tell him like, hey, try to keep her – 
you know, resting. Maybe. I don't know. Don't like. <laughs> yeah, don't. because if she's not being supported at home, and I'm not saying that that's what this is, and if she has a toddler running around, sorry, that toddler needs to be tended right. to. Yeah. And if yeah, he's someone not has there to. to help and she's just there, like yeah. we can't let the toddler um, unlock the back door and go outside. Right. Like, you know, or like we can't like, let. Climb like, up the bookshelf. Yes. Yeah. We, we have to. Intervene. We have to do those things. And she might be really suffering too. Like it might, it's hard for some people to stay still and still. Mm -hmm. And it, it, there's just, I think a lot of variables at play here and, um, you have to take those into consideration and just try to be as like Sally said, like as non-judgmental and just coming from a place of love. And then also understanding that she might make a choice that you don't agree with and you have to be okay with that right. and you just have to let it go. It's her pregnancy. It's her yours. pregnancy. You know what you could do for her though? Like to help her out? Get her a little green chef box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hell I yeah. I love that segue. Uh, actually, it's, it's really great that Lily is here because, Eliza, I don't know if y'all have had green chef. I think I, I I know that I have. I know that I've had I a, have. a box of something sent to my home yeah. where it has pre-made like so this cut is, up exactly like, y'all i i will and i both got them in january okay we got them the same week oh wait yeah yeah yes. so you've had it you we, know yeah, we did i there was no way we were going to make three of the same meals double portions okay so i gave a box to lily postpartum convenient yeah convenient for me was this it the was one with like, like the meatballs mm-hmm. yeah and, yeah we did get it was a delight first of all I, very well known on the mail in here that jeff i'm jeff <laughs> Jeff, who's the fuck is Jeff? <laughs> Jeff. Sorry. <laughs> Got that already. <laughs> Brett and I are green, green Chef stands. Okay. Jeff and Brett and I. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not kidding. I think Green Chef is like one of our favorite sponsors, which both of us have purchased outside of being sponsored by them. But I also have to say, besides all of the great things about Green Chef, that they have a great menu like 30 plus recipes all very easy but also make you feel like you are actually cooking a really mm-hmm. nice meal all with tons of different options um we've got organic ground beef organic chicken wild caught sockeye salmon like you've got all these different menu options uh it's the number one meal kit for eating well because they have keto vegan vegetarian fast and fit mediterranean gluten-free you can have like all these options i think that we got a keto box um and also it makes your life so easy you don't have to think about a thing as three moms we all know having to think about dinner is like and getting dinner on the table for you and your husband and toddler is a nightmare so somebody taking out that work and having to like meal prep meal plan makes it so much better. But I honestly, after I gave it to Lily, I was like, this is going to be my new go-to postpartum gift. Because that's the thing. I liked when people brought me meals. Sometimes I just wanted to cook myself. Or sometimes they brought you something and you already had something else from the person the day before leftovers or something. That was what was so nice. Sally gave me the three and I just made them like whenever. One of them I made for lunch one day and then one of them I made when I didn't have a meal getting delivered. So I got to pick when I made it and Mm -hmm. I straight up felt like a chef. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Drew, I crushed this. He's like, okay, it was basically written exactly how to do it. I was like, I don't care. I made it. And what's nice is they're, they're easy to make. It doesn't have 300 ingredients that you have to get. It feels really simple and it doesn't feel like you're going to spend an hour in the kitchen. I mean, you can, you can make it in 30 minutes, which is what I I like. like, This is fast and this was tasty. But I also like that when I'm getting it, I'm not wasting food at the grocery store because what happens is when I meal plan, Mm -hmm. I buy all the stuff. Then at the end of the day, I'm lazy and I don't want to deal with it. And then I have all this food waste. And with Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by up to 38% versus grocery shopping, which is great. So for our listeners, you can go to greenchef.com slash mail60 and use the code mail60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That is greenchef.com slash mail60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Um, That's the number one meal kit for eating well. Don't sleep on the chicken sandwiches. They seem so They were They were so good. (laughs) They were delightful. All right. Here's one about marriage, you guys. I just got married a couple weeks ago. This is actually, I I 
put two questions into okay. one here. I just got married a couple weeks ago. Any advice for your first year of marriage? And also, what advice do you have for what happens after you have your first like blowout fight as a married couple? Yikes. I'm trying to think. So first year of marriage, I think it's really important to give yourself grace. I think especially in the age of social media, like we now – when, especially when I was younger, like, and my friends who were getting married in their like mid to late twenties, it was like, everything was this Instagram palooza of like my bachelorette party, my wedding, my blah, blah, blah. And I think it's really easy to like ride that high. And then you get married and you're like, now what? Shit. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not a bride anymore. The attention's not on me. I don't have this huge event to plan. Like I have all this free time. Like, what exciting thing do I have to look forward it's to? It's over. <laughs> and I think that is very common for a lot of brides. I don't know how, like, men feel about that. But I think that that is, like, really common once you're a girl and you get married. Um, and you then have all of this social media competition. Like, you're watching people. We say this so often. Social media is a highlight reel. You are not seeing anybody's authentic self. Like, I know we're trying to be out there being authentic, but, like, you're seeing the best moments of people's lives. And when you are in any stage of your life, especially if you're going through something hard, like maybe marriage is an adjustment for you. Maybe postpartum is an adjustment for you. Maybe you're in your 20s and you're feeling alone because you're single and all your friends are in couples. You have to remember that everything you're seeing is not – 100% of what's going on there. That's the tip of an iceberg and everything below is what is actually happening. So I think number one is like, don't compare yourself to other couples. Like, right. Especially if you have friends who are getting married around the same time as you, it's like they, you can't ever play the comparison game. Cause you're just going to lose it. Like if someone bought a house and you haven't bought a house yet, you mm. can't be upset about that. If someone's having a baby and you're not, you can't be upset about that. If someone's had a blowout wedding and you have something small, you can't – you're never going to win the game, right? Right. Um. So that was my number one. Number two for me is like we kept doing our premarital counseling just as couples counseling post our marriage, like our actual wedding. And I think that was really helpful for us. Just across the I board. was going to say one for me, it doesn't like have to change. Like Drew and I dated for five years before we got married. And it was like when people were like, oh, you know, what's it like being married? It's like, oh, it's the exactly same. the same as it was before <laughs> this Saturday. Same. I changed my last name and now we're like officially married. And so like if, if you're already living together or whatever and you don't change very much, it's not like you have to put this pressure on yourself to be like, oh, now we're married. We have to act different or we have to do things differently than we did before. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think what what's a harder transition is if you haven't lived with someone yet. Right. If you haven't lived with your husband yet, like living with someone is can be a little jarring. Talk you might about you fights. don't yeah, you don't know and there's nowhere to go when you do fight. So like you're in the same house still and I think that when you live with someone for the first time you know what my advice would be talk about how you're going to handle chores. Mhm. Mm What's the expectation? Yeah, who does what? What is that expectation? Um how do you make sure one person's not doing everything? Like, did he come from a home where his mother did his laundry till the day he left? Is that something that he's going to expect from you? Like, what it like? What about who makes dinner? Who gets the groceries? Who keeps the house? Like, who's going to clean that bathtub? Like, mm -hmm. there's just, I think, like, keeping a home is challenging, and not establishing clear boundaries about how you plan on taking care of that home with your spouse. And if you don't have that conversation, you could end up feeling resentful if if, mm -hmm. if they just – they didn't know that you had those expectations. Right. So I think that's why, you know, it's hard living with someone. Um, so if you if you didn't live with your husband prior to when you got married – That's definitely Like I would, I would say that that would be a huge transition and that can yeah. be really hard. And I think that, you know, that first year that you're living together is you're – you're really – you figure out a lot about a person when you live with them yeah. that maybe you didn't know prior. Um and so I think having that conversation is going to be uh, really helpful in the long run. And like, I do think giving yourself grace and giving your spouse grace and understanding that they are not a perfect person. You're not a perfect person. 
there's going to be moments where you feel irritated and there's going to be moments where it might not be exactly what you thought it was going to be because like Sally said, I feel like marriage is this like shiny, sparkling um, highlight where you see people get married and it's this love story and it's this fairy tale when in reality it's it, it's it's a lot of work right. at the same time and um, it's not easy. That was going to be my other advice for like first year is just like try to enjoy being married. It, maybe it's not – it isn't that much different but you, you want to try to enjoy it and not put so much pressure on like yeah. the – social media side or everyone like you being married now you whether you decide to share finances or you just move in together or whatever you still want it to be like a happy time between you and your spouse that's why you got married what do y'all think about blow-up fights Ooh. (laughs) so i we have gone we still see a couple's counselor not like regularly but like randomly and it always starts out like that she's like what do y'all want to talk about like oh we're so good like everything's great we did have a fight two weeks ago she's like what happened and we'll like say it and then we start getting into it oh gosh and i'll be like this didn't even feel like a blow-up and like now i'm realizing that it was a blowout like and at the time it didn't seem like it was that bad but there's two things i've learned from that too number one that she always tells me, shouts to my therapist, uh, is you have to be able to identify your feelings before you can tell someone else how you're feeling and expect them to know how to react to you. So like, we'll talk about a fight we're having and she's like, what was your emotions there, Sally? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like I was angry, I think. Like <laughs> something, you know. And she's like, why were you upset with Will? And you like cannot – you have to verbalize to your, if you're in a big blowout fight, like maybe who knows what it's about, but you have to be like, why am I upset right now? Is it because we, you know, he was off at golf and wasn't home all day and I wanted to spend time with him. And like, that's why I'm upset. Like I need quality time. Am I mad because he was late and he said like he didn't follow through with something and he said he was going to be home by six, but he really came home at seven after having drinks with the boys. Like, why am I upset? Like what, led to me being pissed and same for your partner. Like all she's always like, identify the emotion first. And if you can't do it in the moment, which is hard, you need to stop what you're doing and take some time apart. Cause mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing in marriage, especially early on is when you're fighting, you're like, we got to power through this. We're going to finish this fight. We're not going to go to bed angry. <laughs> yeah. Or I am determined to be right. And I'm going to keep fighting you till you just Apologize. submit to the fact that I'm correct. And that's not always good. Sometimes you need to take a step back and be like, we need to calm down. I need to like see this other person's point of view. I need to know why I'm upset. I need to get out of the heat of the moment. So those are like the two things. Like if you are going in circles and you're just like, I'm right, you're wrong. Even if you're not saying that and you're like, okay, I'm sorry that you felt that way, but you did this, which Uh is uh, my like go-to line. (laughs) Uh, you have to be like, why am I so hell bent on this? Like maybe there was a miscommunication there. And then when we take, we have started doing that. Like if we're fighting and we can't get through it, we're like, let's take some time apart where we can like think about it, think about what we've done, whatever. Take the time and identify your emotions so you can come back to the person and say, I felt this when you did this. Our pre-marriage counselor, the one thing he told me that was like, I always remember is separate like what you're feeling, like how you felt and what they did. So like he was always like, if Drew does this and you're like so mad, he might not even realize that what he was doing was going to make you mad. And, but you're doing, you're assuming that he's doing it to make you mad. So he was like, separate what made you mad and then how it made you feel. So telling Drew like, you know, screaming at him or whatever and saying things you don't mean, which is what I thought you were going to say earlier. Is like, it just turns into like, you're just trying to win the argument. So you just start saying things that you probably shouldn't. Yeah. But he said, I'm going to tell at yeah. Lily's house tonight. <laughs> tell Drew. Pull that a couple of times. This is what you did that hurt my feelings or pissed me off or whatever. And I, I know you maybe didn't mean to do this, but this is why it hurt my feelings. Right. So like you said, if it's, if you're not even mad about that situation, you're just mad. He was gone all day. Like, Hey, I'm just really frustrated. You were gone all day. And now I'm 
taking it out on what you just did, but like separating the feeling from what was actually the occurrence. Yeah. And then I think talking through it, like you said, I think there's like, everyone's like, don't go to bed angry, blah, blah. blah. So then you're like, okay, we have to, let's get through the fight. So we're not bad. You know, we're not going to go to bed angry. So then you just kind of like half-ass apologize. So you're like not going to bed angry. Harbor that resentment. But then you wake up and you're still pissed. Um, So actually like talking about it. And if you do need to go to bed, not angry, but if you need to go to bed, like, Hey, let's just table this. We're both tired or emotional or whatever. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's go to bed. Mm -hmm. That's okay too. You don't have to like speed through the fight and then make it worse because you were trying not to go to bed angry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you guys both kind of summed it up pretty well. And just to add one more thing, um, have enough self-awareness to know when you have crossed a line and own it and apologize for it. It'll take you a really long way. Sometimes people just want to know that that, like you accept that you did hurt them. And because guess what? It's going to happen. Your spouse is going to hurt you. Yeah. Maybe intentionally, maybe not. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you need to also in turn have the maturity to accept that apology. Don't hold on to it. Don't bring it up later in another fight. Mm -hmm. If you truly forgive them, you forgive them. Right. And you move on from that and you're not going to hold it in your holster later on and bring it up when you get mad again. Yeah. That's immature. And it's not healthy to hold on to things and own when you were wrong. Yeah. Which is hard in the moment. It is. It's hard to know. I'm still bad When you start getting in a fight and then someone snaps at you – when you've never been wrong. Before. Right. It's like, it's like wrong. You have Not to me. have the humility to be like, okay, you're right. That was me. That was, all. but honestly, that's why I'm like, you got to take the space. At least for me, mm-hmm. I need time away to be like, I, okay. I might not be fully right on this one. So I'm going to have to just I know. suck Sometimes it up. You just need them to not like, you need to not be yelling at each other and just thinking about it yourself and being like, well, yeah, I kind of screwed that one up. Yeah. You, yes. I think we nailed that. All right. My wife has been verbally abusive to me for almost her entire pregnancy and the months after. I understand she's going through more than I could ever comprehend, and I try to roll with the punches, but it's gotten to the point it's affecting my mental health and the way I feel towards her. Do I suck it up and try to keep brushing it off, or is this something that needs to be discussed? Thanks. I mean, it definitely needs to be discussed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This 100% warrants a conversation. Um there is not an excuse for chronic verbal abuse. Correct. That is not okay. All three of us here have been pregnant. We all have given birth to children and have had that postpartum experience. I know firsthand that it was really tricky for me mm-hmm. in the beginning. It was it was such a hard adjustment. And I oftentimes felt like the adjustment was harder for me than some of my peers mm-hmm. that were having babies at the same time. We all three, I think, had babies within like a couple months. Yeah, a couple yeah, months of each months other. And um, however, your pregnancy and your postpartum feelings are not an excuse or a free ride to take out every single angry emotion that you have onto your spouse. That's not okay. This the, you need a conversation. She's clearly struggling. She's m- may need to seek therapy and talk to someone because it mm-hmm. sounds like there's an underlying issue going on. Because I'm going to say it like this isn't normal behavior. Yeah, and and that's just the reality of the situation. Um, and I'm really sorry. You don't deserve mm-hmm. that. Um, this should be a really really joyful time in your life, not one where you're feeling bullied. Yeah. Um. What I think what's interesting to me because I think had I had I just said postpartum I would have been like she's got some postpartum depression yeah, anxiety get, et cetera yeah. you don't get to count what you say in the middle of the night right. postpartum and, and it, doesn't it doesn't count it doesn't count those first few weeks nothing counts nothing we said <laughs> counts okay erase that from existence <laughs> but I. I, I think that there is an important distinction here. If you, if your partner is postpartum and their mood is completely drastically changed from what it was pre-baby, 
And this is like excluding the exhaustion. I'm talking about like I knew I had postpartum depression because I literally cried every waking moment for two weeks. And I was like, this is probably not right. And Will's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't – this doesn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like got on meds and it helped immensely. Uh, that is that is one thing. It's also – pregnancy is not a great time. I was pregnant at the same time as y'all. I hated it for the most part. Lily was like shitting rainbows <laughs> on a unicorn. And I was somewhere in the middle. And Lily was in the middle. And it was uh, honestly, especially with Lily, I was like, I can't even talk to, I couldn't, for the, Lily at one point did confront me. It was like, I feel like we should be like happy together. And I was like, I can't be around you, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm so miserable. No, but it was, it was important for you to say that to me. You were like, it's kind of hurting my feelings. I feel like you're avoiding me or like you have this resentment towards me. And I was like, I do. I'm glad. <laughs> Thanks for calling it out. I Thank do you for telling you. me. I do. Facts. I'm jealous of you. But it was important for me to get there because I think I was watching, again, social media, everyone have this great pregnancy and I didn't feel the same way. But that being said, I never once, as much as I like, Will would, will joke that I like sighed a lot and grunted a lot, <laughs> but I never like, and I was like annoying and I had to pee all the time and I complained and blah, 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 but I never was abusive Mm-mm. towards him. Maybe I had a shorter fuse some days, but it was never like a definitely chronic a thing. Um, this warrants conversation. It definitely comes from a place of like, hey, I feel this way. You are making me feel this way. Right. It doesn't feel good when you do X, Y, Z. I'm also concerned about you. Are you in a good place? Yeah. I was going to say avoid when you're confronting and giving or having that discussion saying, and it's your hormones or right. whatever. You know, you got to no, tread I, lightly on blaming everything on the hormones and postpartum. That is probably the reason. I but, don't, I'm not sure we can blame this on pregnancy. Right. Yeah. I think, I we think have you have been, to say – Regardless of pregnant, not pregnant, whatever. This is a this problem. This is a problem. Yeah. This and is for me a like hard red flag. You got to seek a therapist right now. Mm-hmm. I, I love you, guy who wrote in. I don't know you. <laughs> uh, I absolutely here for all three of us to give you some advice, but you, this is needs professional help. Anytime you're in an abusive situation, Someone else who's a yeah. mental health provider needs to probably yeah. be involved. Yeah. And remember, you, you've, you've got this precious newborn baby now, and that baby deserves parents that are of healthy, like, sound mind. And, you know, we all love our kids and want to do what's best for them. And I think in this situation, the best thing that you can do is have that conversation and hopefully loop in a therapist that can guide you into how to have those conversations too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you're right. Maybe there is something underlying that she needs to talk about, but it definitely, you shouldn't be suffering in silence about this. And This is not, and he'll definitely create resentment if he, no, and it's not like a burden that like you just have to bear. You just have to roll with these punches because that's not normal. Right. Good luck. Good luck. I'm sorry you're going through this and congratulations on your new baby. I know. All right. Last question, ladies. Well, there's last one and there's a bonus round. Um, I'm all for Galentine's and girls getting together. However, as three wives, what is the equivalent celebration that you'd let your husband throw down for? Is it surrounded by a holiday? Uh, it's called golf, golf? on Saturday. Super Bowl, <laughs> Masters, the, fantasy golf draft the weekend. The first thing I thought is uh, every weekend he gets a Galentine's because he goes to golf for five hours, which there is nothing equivalent that we do that takes five hours. Yeah. So maybe when I'm joining Alyssa's spa routine. Right. Maybe we're going to start <laughs> Galentining every month of the spa. I'm not here to shit on golf. Okay. Whatever. He Love play. golf. No. Sure. Yeah, I'm just going to say this, though. There is not a single hobby that I have where I would get up at 7 a.m., <laughs> go somewhere for six hours, especially in Texas in the sweltering, <laughs> hot, hot heat, and do and just be so psyched about it and then just skip all of my other daily obligations. There's not and one. And also do it multiple days in a row. Yeah. Will does – to be Drew, fair, Will Drew doesn't either now, but way he less would than Drew does. if he could yeah. do it. Yeah, Friday, Will, Saturday, Will would Sunday, if he could. He oh, would. I didn't complain. Yeah, David and would absolutely so I'm like, as well. He loves loves to play. I like you said, not shitting on golf at all. all. I mean, I clearly have, am shitting on golf, yeah, but I'm going to no, just be aware fun, that I am. But you don't need the equivalent of my two hour wine night with my girlfriends once 
a year at Galentine's, okay? It takes an act of Congress to get me and my girlfriends from college together. It takes like 18 months for us to figure right, out a weekend right, yeah. that works for, for everyone. And, and uh, you know, and let me be clear, I'm not letting David do anything. David makes these decisions for decisions himself, for himself right. and I say, that's me and I say yes. yeah. yeah. We, we talk about it together and I like, it's it. fine. And <laughs> like, kidding. I don't like, I, I don't feel like David has to be like, Alyssa, can I right. go do these things? Like he knows when he's probably crossing a line of right. I've been gone every single Saturday, right. or like, or I'm going into like, he always consults me yeah. and asks, like, we, we talk about these things together, but I'm not like, Yes or no? Like, yeah. right. please like fill like, out an application, like, and I will and I will approve. submit my response. <laughs> it, it takes a little bit more planning for us, just because I have to work call on weekends. Sure. So that's where I'm like, just let me know because I I'm on call on Saturday. We we've actually worked out a lot better because we now share a calendar, which was difficult because we'll be like, I straight up forgot that you had call, and I said yes to golf. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, and then once you say yes, you can't back out because then. Then I it's know. a problem with your guy friends. Right. So. Oh, yeah. I, I totally – I mean, I know that I'm coming off sounding like the nagging wife. That's not the case. I think, again, going back to the question of, like, what do you do that's good for your mental health, we have really made it a priority to be like, we cannot, like, judge each other based on these things, like, that you did this, so I'm doing this. You did golf. Now I'm doing Galentine's dinner. I really try to keep that to a minimum. I want him to go out and enjoy his time. I mm -hmm. want to not contact him while he's out there. He does the same for me. Um, but I don't think that girls having one Galentine's and I mean, obviously girls have Galentine's on, I guess it's technically Monday the 13th. Uh, like you said, it's girls are a oh, lot is that harder. like an official thing. Yeah. I think it's like, that's oh. when Galentine's is oh, per parks and rec the show. Well, hell yeah. What uh, are we doing Monday ladies? Jeffrey's <laughs> for three. <laughs> yeah. Someone make a reservation. <laughs> but I, I think guys, a girl, like for some reason with my girlfriends and someone had asked a question about how do I plan a girl's trip and get everyone to go. I'm like, girls are bad about this. We, our friend group in Austin, my college girlfriends, we like can barely even get our shit together to go to someone's birthday. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, this is the time. It's the one of the five times a year we meet. Like, and we all like live within blocks of each other. It's pathetic. And if we try to do a girl's trip, the one time we've gotten to work is because I'm like, cool, I'm going on a trip. Any of you are invited. Right. Guys will just be like, hey, like, cool, you want to golf? People are like, yeah, cool. Like, no one overthinks it. No one says I yeah. might have this, blah, blah, blah. I feel like guys are just better about that. Girls will be like, well, like, we well, should especially really with do the kids this. situation. Yeah. You're like, well, all I need to figure out what's going on. It with only the kids. gets. Honestly, though, it's one thing we realized too is like one of us, if one of us is going out, the other person doesn't have to stay home. We can get a babysitter and yep. the other person can also do something else. David right. has reminded me of this many times. I'm like, well, what, what, what was I was going to go do? And he's like, well, just we'll get call, a babysitter. We'll call Hannah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give her a like, call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, That's true. To Alyssa's point, though, if you do want to compare Galentine's to something not golf every weekend, I mean, like you said, the Super Bowl, watching the Super Bowl, the Masters, any other golf tournament that they care about watching together, um, any, the, any any home football game any, of your yeah, alma mater, any sporting event, anything. I mean, not even of We're your alma big, mater. Literally just going to literally Kelly's Irish pub on a random Saturday night where no say. girls are allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Boys night where for no reason we weren't invited. Randy's over there because he knows. <laughs> He's laughing. So – Good luck so, out there. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, guys, you have Saturdays for the boys or whatever. You know, for yeah. the lads. Like the, I don't. The, I don't need to. The guys are not feel lacking bad for, for bro time. Yeah. Promise. Like yeah. they're good to go. Like they're they're great. They're, like, they're very much with the bros, and, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, and to be clear, like I do not care when he goes and golfs. I really yeah. don't. I sometimes or when care he goes when to I, Kelly's. He doesn't I do it every weekend though. Yeah. I think it would bother me if he yeah, was gone every single Saturday. Like think, that, oh. that would get annoying. Well, but also yeah. Drew is better, so he has a reason to go more often. Well, I don't know about that, but he that he tries to use that. He's yeah. got to stay think, good. You got to stay good for the bets. I, I did get a little salty about the Kelly's Irish Pub thing, mostly because I would just like like to go. And Who says, I don't want a pint? We keep just not getting invited because <laughs> it's not for the lads. I'm like, I'm going to, we're just going to have a Lassie's night at Kelly's, okay? Yeah. Night. Yeah. That's that's Monday, Galentine's no, Day, okay? I'm so, little, Jeffrey's is my vote, but okay. Here's the uh, we we normally on mail and do a little shower thought, but we're running close to an hour mark here, so we're gonna like give this a train of rolling. I know, but this bonus question, no I don't shower know if I thoughts. Can talk but this is a shower thought I had, and I'm gonna ask you. You get one 
answer for each. I can't do it. What is your favorite item at Trader Joe's? And what is your favorite item at Costco? This is a true mom's question. Suburban white girl mom question. Shall I go first? I don't have one. I'm so sorry. I have two Costco items. Okay. I guess I will rank them. The Just Bear chicken nuggets are for me. Okay. Is that, was that yours? No. Okay. That's in my top five. I'm going to just tell you why this is my number one. If you have never gone to Costco and gotten the Just Bear, they're frozen chicken nuggets. Green bag. In a green bag. I went to Costco this week. Thought I got those. I got the chicken breasts. Okay. It was a huge. Devastating. That is a huge mistake. But can't confirm. They're still really good. What you do is you make them in the air fryer. They taste exactly like Chick-fil-A. Okay. And quick. I mean, it's like They're so fast minutes and it is something. a delight. It is a delight. But the chicken breast actually still slaps. I was like, I'm I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to drive back to Costco when Will gets home and like return these and get the nuggets. But I was like, I'll just make the breast for Fritz. I cut it up into pieces. I still ate half of it. Sally, it the first time she made them, she like someone else had told her she figured it out. Someone at work. She told brought me. A, I took Bane over to play with Fritz. She like made him dinner and I all nice. Pro move is to like, get the sauces from Chick-fil-A to go with it. That's right. Okay, Alyssa, what's yours? Costco has a really awesome meat section. Yeah. Um, that we didn't discover for the longest time. And Dave makes really, really good pork ribs mm. that we get from there. They're awesome. Yeah. He smokes them all day and they're what delightful. is it like? they just have really good um <laughs> Brady's, <snort>. Brady's ready. <laughs> Brady's for us um, to be done. Yeah. And Great then meat. Trader Joe's. Let me do my Costco one so we stay. Oh, on the sorry. Same. Oh, okay. sorry. Great meat section, great pre-made section. I know where you're going with this. The lasagna. Okay. The it ravioli. Ravioli. As the noodles. The, the noodles are raviolis. Are, okay. Drew maintains that he will take that to any cook-off, any anything in his own dish, and people would be like, this is the best lasagna I've ever had. I mean, I don't know if I would go that far. But truly, he thinks it's better than any restaurant, so lasagna. But my number one item for – like, the lasagna is great, and we get it every time we go. But the number one item is the Kirkland Cauliflower Crust two-pack Supreme Pizza in the frozen section. It is so good. You hungry? You want a snack? Pop that baby in for 15 minutes. It is so good and crispy. And I, we eat it like truly every day. I stared at that at Costco for like 10 minutes the other day and then realized I didn't have enough room in my freezer. So I didn't get it. I can't believe you. We go every time we go, we get two boxes, two, two packs because Bane will straight up eat like half a pizza himself. Yeah. And there's like vegetables on it. So we're like, oh, hell yeah. He ate a green pepper. It is so good. Kirkland crushes. Kirkland knows what's up. Can I say the one thing to not get from Costco? Yes. The Kirkland diapers. They disagree. Oh, Lily loves Disagree. Lily. Bane has worn Kirkland diapers since day 30. Are you getting the right size? I actually get Huggies from Costco because we like the Disney characters. Are you getting the right size? Oh, I I never went back. I die on Kirkland diapers. I tell everyone, get the Kirkland diapers. We need to discuss why. Oh, they stink, baby. (laughs) They're terrible. I've never had I actually think that about the wipes because the wipes are not wet enough for me. I agree. Wipes suck. Yeah. diapers. And maybe we just got a bad batch um, during the blizzard of 2021 when Uh Rhodes was like two weeks old. Um, Okay. I will say I don't – I haven't ever used the newborn. I think we have, that they're better on a, the a baby, like a moving baby, like a crawling so, baby. And he was just peeing like out of them, pooping out of them. Like, okay, but I still use pamper swaddlers to this day because one and up to this day. Bane has been in one and up because they're so soft. And so I am. Um, we are huggies, girls. Um, okay. Oh, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Give it to me. Uh, there's so many choices. So, so many. But I'm going to have to go with the cinnamon streusel muffins. Delightful. Wow. Not them with a coffee. That from you. <laughs> I know. I know. I sent Sally a list like two days ago, like 50 <laughs> things to get. Um, my Trader Joe's thing changes like every couple months, but you, the cinnamon muffins are incredible. What's yours? Um, man, this is kind of hard to admit. I ha- I don't I don't go to Trader Joe's as much as I used to because it used to be right by the school that I worked at, but yeah. I I don't I'm not a teacher anymore, so and we're not that close to one, mm-hmm. but 
It's worth their. I, I think I texted you like their frozen um, cauliflower and yoki is really good mm, with yeah. like that. Um, they've got this. I know this is two things with the. It's like a basil. It's like a basil kale, pesto. The basil pesto mm-hmm. is really good on that. It's it's like it's really tasty. They got mm. a lot of good frozen stuff. They my, do. My number one item, and I like this isn't like I don't get like psyched to go get it, but it's like the one thing I get from there every single time, is the chili onion crunch, the chili oil. Oh yeah. Like, okay. Num- well, I my, put it literally on everything. I will say my top oh. item was going to be the spicy black bean dip, and they discontinued it. So that I and won't. dark chocolate covered almonds. <gasps> no, no, no. Dark tro- dark peanut chocolate cups. peanut butter cups, butter cups that we yes. I buy, yep. and then we stick them in the freezer, and then we have like one as a little treat. The dark chocolate like, covered mm-hmm. almonds are also way better than any other dark chocolate covered almonds. I also have a list. So if you would like to know the top like 12 items, send it, 15, send it I will send it. Since I haven't been in a, a hot minute. Yeah, you got to go after work one day. Just like yeah. pop over before uh, you go The home. pub dip, horseradish pub dip. Jeez, you get the pretzel slims. You dip them in there. Peanut okay. butter puffs Lily, for the kids. You got, you got one, okay? <laughs> Lily, where can, can people follow you on socials? Um, at Lil Betch, Lil B-O-E-T-T-C-H on Instagram. And I don't really tweet, but I think it's at Lily Betch. Okay. Or Alyssa. Maybe. Alyssa.Ruff on Instagram. I I don't really use Twitter, so. I'm Sally DeFreeze on Instagram and Twitter. This has been the Galentine's episode of The Female in Mail In Podcast. Please subscribe, rate five stars, review, and tell a friend. Don't forget to call in on our hotline, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or write in at the link in the Twitter bio. That is all, ladies. Thanks so much, Sally. Comment your Trader Joe's picks if on, we on this, When we get a clip up, thanks, Adam. You tell us your favorite Trader Joe's Yes, because so I'm always know. down to try. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Say bye, Brady.